0: Hello, Minnesota boxing fans, and welcome to another episode of the Minnesota Fight Night Podcast. I'm Brian Johnson, and my co-host is Sean Strauss. In this episode, popular Minnesota boxer Marlon So Icy Sims previews his fight on the PBC Showtime boxing finale at the Armory in Minneapolis. Sims, 8-2 with four knockouts, will take on Charles Lolo Harris, 7-1, and one, of Rialto, California, on the undercard of the event, which is headlined by a super middleweight showdown between Armory fan favorite David Morrell Jr. and Senna Ogbico. For his part, Sims has myriad interests. In addition to being a prize fighter, he's a reality show competitor, a certified scuba diver, An avid outdoorsman and a long haul truck driver. He touches on all of those interests and vocations in this wide ranging interview. I hope you enjoy the episode. But yeah, that's good to see you, Marlon.
1: Yeah, man. I, you know, feeling good, feeling great, excited.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, welcome to the podcast. We're happy to talk to you about your upcoming fight, big fight at the Armory. Um, man, how's it going? How are you feeling?
1: Yeah, I got I got I, I had a whole lot of mixed uh mixed emotions, just with excitement and just anxiousness and uh a little bit of a little bit of everything, but uh overall excited and uh you know, happy to be able to have a, you know, a, a big, you know, circle of my career coming together where i'm I'm not you know in Minnesota anymore, but I'm able to fight on such a big car coming back to Minnesota. Minnesota's like a like a homecoming fight honestly
0: yeah cool, yeah, absolutely so you're um tell me about the uh you, so you're in Florida now, is that right yep i'm i'm i living in Florida now, okay, so what brought you there? I in warm weather.
1: That was the that was the first thing, weather. And then the second was just the the water. And then yeah. everything else is just a new adventure. And that's how I like to go about it. Just a new adventure, something new. Um, you know, I've been in Minnesota all my life. So I'm like, I know what's here. Let me go see what else
0: is elsewhere. That's cool. So who are you working with out there, boxing wise? Who are you training with?
1: Um, I got a coach, my main coach is uh his name is Angel. Um, and then I got a secondary coach, a young dude. He's what, 23? His name is uh Manny. So I got those as my first and second, which is, you know, with this fight being here on a, you know, really like a, it's really a short notice, two week notice, but I've been in a gym, um, not in, you know, heavy as a fight camp would be, but, um, in a gym to where I feel confident enough and feel like I am ready and where I need to be to make sure I go out there and get the win. Um, but one thing that I was like, uh, some things is, you know, stacked against me, but I'm coming back home. So I got a, a lot of resources. Um, 'Cause my main coach, he won't be able to come. He had uh, a medical uh procedure that he had to get done. So he mm. won't be able to come. But I got my secondary, then I'm gonna uh have uh have Ray and I'm gonna have uh Corey, Corey Rodriguez, yeah. um uh, in my corner. So, you know, I got yeah, a, a bunch, yeah, I got a I got a bunch of people that I could use um that is willing to help me out at the same time. You said yeah, Ray being cool. Nelson. Yeah,
0: yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, Ray Nelson. Right, That's on. cool. I was just texting with Eric Kinderacker, and he mentioned that Corey's going to be coronary you there. So uh, I assume you've worked with him before, and you yep, know yep, Corey yep, well.
1: Yep, yep. Me and Corey did a lot of work together, man. Uh, Ray, we did a lot of work together. So back in our uppercut days and, you know, firehouse, when uh, Corey was over at firehouse, so they know me, and I know how they work. And I, I, no matter what, it's just up to me to get the job done once I'm in that ring. But knowing that I got that – people with um with that much experience in the game in my corner to you know call out the right things. Uh because my secondary coach, um, as phenomenal as he is, um, with the knowledge that he has, he's been in a gym growing up in the gym and things like that. In the pro, I think he's only cornered one pro uh boxing event. So this is something that he can still get under his belt, learn as he go. He's only 23. And uh, you know, this is the, you know, this is part of that learning curve with him as well.
0: Yeah, what do you know about your opponent, and how do you feel you match up with him?
1: Um, I don't know too much about him. Um, You know, I kind of, you know, watched uh, a few of the uh, videos that was available for me to see of him. Uh, You know, pretty sharp boxer. I heard that he was a a great um, amateur and whatnot, Um, but, you know, pro boxing is different than amateur boxing. Um, You know, I I know he uh, trains with Mack and whatnot, but I don't think none of that makes a difference. It's up to me and him to get in there. He can teach you to see this or do that, but, you know, with my speed, with my movement, as long as everything is firing right on my part, it ain't going to make a difference because, you know, it's up to you to make those adjustments while you're in the ring with me.
2: So mm-hmm. your opponent's, uh, what, Charles Harris Jr., I believe? Correct. And, uh, yeah, you mentioned him working with BOMAC, and I think I looked online uh, in the last hour here and I some of his highlights, and I saw one one fight. It looked like BOMAC was actually in his corner. Um, yeah, yeah. But then I saw another fight where it wasn't. So I'm not sure who's gonna be in his corner or not. But um, yeah, I never I, worry about you, the you've worked out there with those guys before. Um yeah, with and, Matt um, Red. um uh, uh
1: forgive me, I can't think of uh the Hispanic guy name. Uh but yes, I've worked out there with them. Uh when I went out there, uh got some rounds in with Jamel Heron for when he was getting ready for Shakur Stevenson. So um I like the way they run campus. Beautiful, it's fun. It's uh elite, you know, especially being there with Terrence Crawford and you know Jamel Heron at the time. So things like that, but you know, I think
2: you got about uh, ten years on this kid. Um, I think you're you're thirty one. Am I correct?
1: Yep, I'm thirty one. I think he, he was at twenty twenty one.
2: I think he's 21, Um, and I think he's got one loss, and what's interesting to me about that was the guy who beat him was about the same, was about 10 years older than him, was about 9 or 10 years older. And I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. I watched a little video on it, and it didn't show the whole fight, um, but it sounded like the guy that beat him was rough with him. Um, But I I saw the very end, and it looked like while they were in a clinch and uh, he got hit with an uppercut uh, while they were, you know, roughhousing, you know, getting, getting in there. And then that was the end of it. Um, but he's, you know, he's young. Um, does that, uh, mean anything to you?
1: <laughs> what is his age? No, don't don't, that don't have nothing to do with it. Um, I still feel good. I still feel sharp, things like that. I don't feel like a, old, oh, you know, even though I got into boxing at, you know, seven or 21 when I walked in the gym, but, uh, so I don't have any, you know, wears and tears for real, but overall, I'm just like, Nah, I just, you know, it's just I just need to make sure I'm where I need to be mentally and believe in my conditioning and do all of that good stuff. And then I know in the fight, I'm going to be all right.
2: You are always in shape, man. Like, I swear, like I used to tell Eric Hinderocker when you were still up here in Minnesota, I was like, yeah, I know you were driving, you know, trucks and stuff up here. And I used to always follow you on social media. And I was like you're stopping at truck stops or wherever and you got videos of you working out on the side of the road somewhere in a truck yeah, stop. Yeah. I was like, this cat is for real. I'm like, he's always working out. Um, you know, it didn't matter if you are on the job, um, especially in a job like that where you know, you're seated all the time, um, yeah. to stay in as great a condition as you were. Uh, that's a real Testament to you. Um, now that you're down in Florida, um, I thought I was I was watching the D- John Deoria uh, the Truth and Company podcast that you did about four months ago. Um, great podcast episode, by the way. It was fun to listen to your your, your answers and great questions from John. Um, but I didn't hear what you're doing now. It looked like you were outside, maybe doing construction or something like that. What are you doing for work now?
1: Yeah, at that moment I was uh, driving trucks. So I was uh, going to get my CDL so I can go. I which I got my class B's. I was upgrading to my class A's. Uh, but right now I'm uh kind of dipping my toe in the uh, personal training and the fitness group, um, you know, um, kind of realm right now. So I'm trying to decide, you know, you know where I'm going with that, or if I'm just gonna get back over the road because I love over the road. It's the, mm-hmm. you know, I've been I've been everywhere. So I I love that for me. Work driving isn't work. It's literally what I enjoy and what I love to do. So. Um, being able to go visit new things, and if I see something on TV, I'm like, "Oh, I was there!" Like, there's there's just <laughs> so much to why I love being on that road. It's just it's that's peaceful for me. That's just everything.
0: So, so do you do you, have, you drive the do you drive the big rigs? I mean, like,
1: uh what? no, I'm I'm still with my CD or my Class B, so I'm doing uh, you know, dumps dump trucks or box trucks, things like that. So, yeah, yeah what is that yeah, Class B you know, big one? Yeah, that's just for the eighteen wheelers or a certain amount of weight that you can hold on your trucks.
0: Mm-hmm. But you're talking yeah. long, long distance runs, though, right?
1: Yep, Alaska, Maine, and wow. uh Mississippi. Yeah. I've been everywhere but those three. Oh wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um Brian, make, I don't know it, if you... a big trip and fun What's out that? of it, man. What's that? Mm-hmm. I said I make a big, big trip and just it's fun. It's just because I stop, you know, every place I go for the most part. um, If the timing is right, I'll go to a different zoo in every state, Uh, you know, just do different things, go find a new uh, trail to run. If I'm in the West Coast, I'm I'm running through different mountains and all type of stuff where I'm by water or just anything. So I make I make it fun. It's not I just got to sit there
0: and drive.
1: I make it a trip, literally.
0: And there's, and there's plenty of time to listen to the Minnesota fight night podcast. Too, yeah, for sure, the for the sure.
2: He, um, yeah, Brian, I don't know if you saw that uh, podcast episode I was talking about with him with John, but, um, like I said, some great answers in there, but the social media stuff, like I said, I, I've been paying attention a little bit off and on over the years to you, Marlon. And I love the fact that you're into so many different things. Um, you know, whether it be like growing your own vegetables or something i remember you were making like your own little garden outside uh then you were going to be on like a, a survival show like naked and afraid or something you know like you're into all that kind of stuff you're into you know firearms you're into swimming i think in that podcast you said you were going to get your scuba diving certification oh, you know you just full-on life oh you got it you got it yeah
1: yeah it's the <laughs> certified. Oh, no. I, yeah, i'll be out here in the spring which is so funny um just like Uh, what last weekend, was it last week or two weekends ago, right before I just signed for the, or not even signed for the fight, but was talking about this fight, I went out uh, kayaking. I brought my uh, trainer with me to kayak with me and uh, we out, we got the manatees, we got, you know, stingrays, we got dolphins all around us and stuff. And uh, I've never in my life flipped my kayak ever, but he was new to kayaking. We had a, we had a very wild trip flipped out kayaks, lost a lot. I lost a lot. <laughs> so now yeah. I'm like, I, I lost one of my bags and uh, I'm like, well, I am certified in that. I think the area that we were in is like 40, 40 foot deep, uh, 40 foot uh depth of water. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I can scoop up to 60 feet with my current uh certification. So I'm like, I might go down there and search for my bag, but I just bought a magnet to go and find my bag because I left my firearm in my bag, in one of my bags. <laughs> so, oh, I got, so literally in the bottom of the canal, in one of the uh, in the Tampa Bay, uh, I got a firearm down there. But my magnet comes Thursday, so when I get done <laughs> with this fight and get back, I'm going to get my gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, crazy. Like, I
2: I love the all the stuff that you're into, and um, the thing that you said that just blew my mind the most. Cause I, like I said, I knew a lot, or I thought I knew a lot about you. Uh, but the one thing you told John that I didn't know that I thought was really wild was, uh, you know, you said you were in Africa for like a month living in the bush, you know, and you only eating what you killed. Like, man, that's awesome. That's crazy. How did, how did that come about? Like, was that like a bucket list item or what?
1: No. So that there is going to be uh, the TV show Naked and Afraid.
2: Oh, that so, is. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, I'm, so I'll be on uh, my season should be coming up. Um,
2: I didn't realize you actually did it. I knew you wanted to do it. I didn't realize you did it.
1: Yep. So I've definitely went out there and lived that dream and had an amazing time. And that was just, you know, a lot of good stuff that everybody's going to have to wait to the episode drop on that one.
0: Yeah. When will that be coming out? Do you know?
1: That one should be coming out early spring. Uh, so we're looking at probably uh, beginning of March possibly or something. And what channel is that on?
0: That'll be Network. on a
1: Discovery, Discovery, Discovery channel. So that's a Discovery Plus app or uh, you know, just catch it on Discovery. Wow.
0: Well, look forward to that. So when did they actually tape that?
1: Um we I was out there for what the month of June.
0: Okay. That was so you were, uh, were you literally naked and afraid, like it says? Oh I will tell you, I tell everybody this like. As much as I could say, I was like,
1: it's absolutely real. Like, that's part of the reason why I also wanted to go out there because I wanted to see what was real and what was not. And what, like, hey, it is 1,000%. Like, if, if you do not kill it, you do not eat. Like, it is real. Or if you don't go out there and pick a tree, then that's, then you're not eating. Like, it is it is 1,000% real, and I, I enjoyed it.
0: Wow. Was it so so you just went through a process where you a fan of the show and then just decide to audition or yep, just like that from watching
1: the show to where I started going in the backyard, learning how to, you know, build shelters, where I started making fires myself, then I started getting equipment and doing things, everything step by step, um, till I knew that I was comfortable in my ability to do so, which I've learned that I am uh able to sustain myself if I ever, you know, got in a situation where I'm stranded outside. You know, I feel that I, w- I would be more than comfortable enough to be able to make way uh, to get myself to uh, survive and, you know, live off of the land if need be.
0: Well, I, I don't know how much you can give away or not, but what was it like? Was it, were you dealing with bugs and wild animals? and? Uh, know, I, can't, I
1: can't give too much. I can't give too much away. You know, I was going to say, you probably both, right? <laughs> yeah. N- NDAs and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, we'll definitely
2: yeah. have. uh have to watch and you know maybe talk to you again later after the show airs yeah for sure
0: sure. it was like when uh tony bonsante was on the uh the boxing reality show uh the contender Contender. uh, Mm -hmm. were were you a fan of that uh marla which
1: one uh the contender yeah 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 i wish
0: that that was something that was done
1: more frequently I don't understand why it's something like that isn't because that'd be just like how you know the UFC got the ultimate fighter. And that's right. something I used to watch uh before I even started watching like UFC stuff, I seen some of the ultimate fighter seasons and I would watch those. And I think if they did more of that with boxing, that would help grow and just, you know, give you a good insight on different fighters and things like that. I think that is something that uh the sport needs to keep helping it grow and flourish.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think, especially season one, I think, which Tony was on, that was the best season I think by far. That I was going to say that's how I got interested in boxing again, honestly, because I was a big boxing fan back in the uh, '80s and even going back to the '70s, because that's how old I am. But then, kind of got away from it for a while, and then that show came on, and I'm like, oh, that looks really cool, and I yeah, that got me hooked on boxing again. So, and here we are.
2: I think the UFC tweak the format a little bit um I've watched a little bit of that not not too much but I like the fact that it seems like they've got more like two teams with which I think they did on the contender but it's Mm -hmm. like two different coaches that are you know also fighters and then sometimes those coaches fight too so like if I remember they'll
1: they'll have it built up to where those coaches you know this coach you know I use Conor McGregor and I think Fourier or not, I don't know, one of the uh, I don't really know it that much, but Conor McGregor was one coach and then the other coach of the other team, them two was eventually fighting anyway. So it already had like some built-in rivalry. You know, they going back and forth, my team win, your team look, you know, kind of thing. So it built that 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 uh that rivalry style. So that was something that was uh neat.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Cool.
0: So what um, else can you say about the uh the armory card, uh Marlon? It's kind of a big deal because it's showtime's last boxing event the armory is always a fun place to watch boxing and i understand it's it's pretty cool for the fighters too what uh how does it feel to be part of that
1: yeah you know uh it, it feel it feel real good because it's like you know uh you know even though you know there still be you know ppc fights possibly at the armory and things like that going on in the for future sure. with their doing you know, with their deal with Amazon and whatnot. But it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I was the, you know, first fighter on in the armory who fought when they opened up on the um PVC. I was the very first fight in that place. So I feel like I really set the, you know, the 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 tempo there for the Minnesotans and whatnot. And um, mm-hmm. you know, now coming around that this is, you know, one of the last, you know, just in terms of, you know, showtime boxing with that, that's ending but, you know, I'm there, you know, I'm able to fight, you know, so that's, that's amazing. And I think it's a great card, a great card as well. So uh, a lot of steam, you know, I'm just excited to be able to fight, you know, in that location, um, under, you know, the PVC and under the, uh, on the Showtime network, things like that.
0: And it was funny because I posted a picture on social media of myself with Robert Guerrero, who's going to be fighting Andre Berto on the, on the, uh, card kind of, an old timers match, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and you had commented that hey, that's me in the background, right? <laughs> that that you know,
1: of- it was so funny because I'm sitting there. So, as uh, for that fight, I'm walking out the, I'm walking out to the ring, and as I'm walking, I see you know, I, uh, I see Robert Guerrero as I'm walking to the ring, and I'm like, oh snaps, because for me the fight that single-handedly that made me get into the gym was Floyd Mayweather versus Robert Guerrero. So in my mind, he played a part to why I was boxing. And that fight single-handedly, I can put it, I can, that's how, that's how new I was to boxing of wanting to get in there when I got in there, because I was, uh, at that time I was living in Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm sitting there and I'm, you know, just working, working at the time. And, I'm sitting here, I'm watching boxing. I always wanted to do it when I was younger, but I'm sitting there watching boxing. I'm like, dang, watching the all access. I'm like, that's cool. And I'm like, man, I'm just going to go to the gym and just get to it just to do something. And eventually, you know, I started working out and going to the gym while I was in Atlanta. Then I moved back to Minnesota and I said, I'm stick with it. Found the uppercut. And, you know, that's where we are today. You know, just, you know, continue to, you know, going off of that one moment and just you know, making it flourish into so many different things and uh, so many different opportunities and
0: whatnot. That's cool. So, did you get a chance to talk to Robert? No,
1: I time, didn't. Or? I didn't. And that was so crazy for me to see in that picture that I was that close to him and didn't even realize it. I didn't even realize it. I, I, that's why I was so shocked. Like, I was genuinely shocked. I'm like, oh, snap. You know, and I, and I didn't even look at the picture when I made the first comment. I just seen the you two and I didn't even look in the background. And I looked again. I'm like, oh snaps! that's me which then i thought to myself <laughs> like i was that close and didn't even realize it so that was that was funny i laughed i laughed real hard off of that one because it, i was like dang i should have you know i wanted to speak to him but you know yeah. he's gonna be here at this one so hey who knows
2: <laughs> you yeah yeah for sure you two together man that'd be awesome for yeah, sure, I yeah. I, like i said
1: i i get from like you know for me he was part of the reason to why I'm in there. Like regardless, it wasn't no single-handedly Floyd Mayweather because it without you know without him as the opponent I wouldn't have seen it. So he was a part of the reason why I got into you know into boxing. So I definitely love to uh, you know tell him that and you know just give him some props on what he accomplished in boxing
0: altogether. All That's cool. We'll have to definitely get a picture, of you guys, at the after the weigh ins or something. Yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah. Talk about coming full circle, Ben. You got all these things happening, like you said, from the first show to now you're on the last Showtime show. There's history there. I mean, granted, like you said, it'll continue, but this is still history. And then mm-hmm. on top of that, with Guerrero being in the house, it's like, that's, that's amazing.
1: Uh, One thing, I'll go ahead and say it doesn't matter. So, because, you know, especially with, you know, just with the inactivity that I've been having in boxing and everything. So, you know, I, there's been times where I had the, you know, had the thought where it's like, man, if, if something don't turn around, then I might as well just hang them up, you know, you can be in a, you can be in a gym training, but you don't have that same intensity until you know you have something. And without, you know, having, you know, the manager or the promoter behind to at least fund and help, you know, do those things. Like I've been finding fights on my own, but it's not going to be in the best conditions. Like I've had offers, um to fight other fights like on the Shakur Stevenson card where I've had offers but it'd probably be a one-week notice to fight you know um Emmanuel Vargas or something like that and I'm like that doesn't make sense especially you know you know where where I'm at in my career it doesn't make sense for me to take those type of things Mm -hmm. because I'm not doing it just for you know for the money at this moment I want to get to a point where I can get you know um you know, sustainable money off of this, not just, oh, let me take a fight here for a couple of thousand. I'm not in a position where I'm like, I need the money that bad. So
0: Yeah, one week notice, that's almost like no notice because you don't get to spar, right, that last week before a fight. You're just chilling, right?
1: Just just really just like, all right, well, let me just go ahead and see if I can make weight, if that's even at a point – you know, that's all you're going there for in my mind. If you're not at a point where it's like, all right, you had one week where you had something, I had nothing on the table where it's like, all right, well, this fell out, that fell out. Nothing was really like, oh, well, you get get ready, at least semi-ready for something. And most people always say, you know, stay ready so you don't get ready. And um, that's kind of where I'm at now. But that's also not, you know, not something real for you to stay in fight mode all that time or stay in something of that fight mode shape until you, you know, it just it's so many different things. Like some some people probably be like, yeah, you always do that. But overall, until you're a fighter and you in there, it's like that, you know, there are different levels to how hard you train and your intensity or your your time and all of that stuff until you know that you got something on the table, at least for me. It, it, you know, it changes. Like, I can go to the gym every day and work hard and, you know, get a good sweat, you know, dropping weight or mani- maintaining weight, but until I know that I'm fighting, then, you know, something else clicks in my brain to where, I'm you know, I'm doing something, you know, with a little bit more, more passion behind it, more intensity behind it, or, you know, different things like that, and I can only speak yeah. for myself at that
0: point, though. Yeah.
2: Do you know you how mid- this fight's going to be? Because, I mean, I know he's He's not had as many fights as you had. um I think he's only really fought four rounders if I'm not mistaken. Um Yeah, this one here's uh we got a schedule for a six rounder or less. Okay.
1: Cuz I'm, mm-hmm. I'm coming in I'm coming I'm coming in <laughs> feeling good, ready to fight, you know, and do my yeah. things.
0: So. Well, what's your prediction? Are you think are you think you're going to get a knockout? Are you going for the knockout? I will say in this one usually I really I I probably say it at times but overall
1: I think yeah I think I'll be I think I'll be going for a knockout in this one um uh, you know to really put a stamp on it you know get my name back where it needs to be you know boost my you know boost everything on my on my side you know coming off uh coming off you know two back-to-back losses against tough opponents um mm-hmm. overall nonetheless so um you know, I don't want to, you not know, I ain't trying to add no third one to it. So I want to go out there and do my thing. Show I'm like, yeah, I still got what I got. And, you know, continue to learn and continue to build and continue to grow and continue to, you know, fight.
2: Yeah, the uh, one of the losses was what unanimous decision uh, and the other one where you got stopped, for, I think, for the first time. Um, what well, can you tell us about that experience?
1: Yeah, which, or the yeah, which is um, the fight that I had with um, the recent one that was rich was earlier this year, which I always forget about, and um, that one was out in um, Anaheim or Ontario, California against uh, a guy named a Georgia Costa. Um, everything was phenomenal. Um, I'm a I, I'm a person who's very in tune with my body for the most part, so I can always you know tell if something this and that. So I made weight. It was the first time I think I've ever made weight the night before or so before weigh-ins or something so I didn't have to do anything Uh, everything felt good training camp was great everything was phenomenal um I think that fight was at 133 so that was off a you know a two-year layoff um but I had a full camp and everything like that so I had adequate time to train and prepare so everything was good um made weight and I think just my choice of my choice of eating after wasn't oh. the best. Um, I I've, I've, I had DoorDash, like, Berea tacos and enchiladas. <laughs> and, I mean, I was okay with it. I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. But I think more so is just like, even when I, you know, I just got bloated and gassy. And um, I, oh. you know, as well as he's a good fighter, nonetheless. But that was part of, at least in my mind mentally, where it was like, I'm in the back before I'm walking out, I'm warming up and I'm burping. I'm gassy, you know, just felt like I had a big gas bubble in my in my stomach and everything. So, you know, I kind of made the wrong decisions. Um, probably feeling like everything was so great that I was like, I could do whatever kind of thing. And I um, think that, that that had to have been a very big part, as well as he was a great fighter at the same time. Um, you know, the fight started, I'm, you know, I'm boxing, I'm moving good. I dropped him in the first round. Um mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he got up, he kept pressing, coming forward, but I just didn't feel like anything was reacting at that moment. I just felt, I just felt like I didn't just, nothing was reacting. And that's why I always say, as long as me, as long as I'm right in my body just reacts the way I needed to react, then I know I, I have what it takes to, uh, to be, you know, the person that I'm in the ring with. Um, but yeah, that was it. And like, I've never, I didn't need to touch the ground. It was just that like, he had a barrage of punches and I didn't, um, I didn't defend back within that time. Too many punches was going through, even though I was blocking some. Some was getting through, but it was just a number of punches that was coming through. And the referee's like, "You got to show me something. Got to show me something." But I wasn't able to show him at the time, so he had to call it a quiz. And he he said his stuff. So he's like, "I know it wasn't this. It was just it just you didn't fight back at that moment that I needed to see something." I said, "I understand, but you know that's part of the, part of the game. You know, um, that's just part of it." Because it shows, like, obviously, in my mind, the way I look at it, you know, he was, what, 15 fights in as a pro, and he only had one win as a, um, only had one stoppage as a win, you know, so it wasn't like he had, you know, crazy power or, you know, anything. You 15 fights, you only got one win, or, you know, 14 wins, you got one victory by stoppage. And then, you know, so I, I definitely, you know, think it was just something on my part that I wasn't able to respond to or do anything like that. But he is a good fighter. Don't don't get me wrong in that part. Mm.
2: Your your opponent here coming up for this fight, Charles Charles Harris, Jr. Um, it, I don't pay too much attention, you know, or put too much stock in the percentages and all that on BoxRec, but. Um, It says he's got like an 80 some percent, you know, knockout ratio. And it lists you as like a 50 percent. But I think there's also some inaccurate information in there, too, for both of y'all. Like, I think it lists you as birthplace in Florida now. Um, Unless that's (laughs) that's true. uh, But I didn't think it was. Yeah. Um, So, like I said, I don't put too much stock in all that stuff. But um, the one thing I will say from the clips I was watching on him was for a young fighter, um he was committed to the body and he was ripping hard um have you you know have you watched any film on him are you you know strategizing at all no you know what
1: honestly every once in a while I usually me personally I do and I don't at times from sometimes I'll probably watch a fighter um I'll probably watch you know around or I'll probably watch their most recent fight that I could find and then sometimes I like to watch a fight um, if they had a loss or whatever they had a tough decision on. If I could find one, then I watch the one that they had a tough, tough decision on. Uh, but this one here, um, I seen a few, a few clips, um, the people that he have been in there with, um, but those are some old videos, but the people he have been in there with um really isn't, you know, any you know, caliper of anything. Um Sure. So I, I, don't put, I don't put stock into that, but those are older videos. I always say never under, I say, underestimate anybody because, you know, over that time, I think one of the videos was like two years old or most of them was two years old. And I'm like, in two years, somebody could change dramatically. So don't go in there thinking like this is the same person and I won't do that. Um, you know, I'm always going to make sure that I, you know, train and do what I got to do on my part because I don't want to go in there and be like, oh, well, I trained for this person. And then mm-hmm. and a different person showed up you know, yep. that that you, you'll be, you'll be, you know, in a bad situation at that point. So all I could do is, you know, go in there and give it my all, which I feel like is uh, more than enough to get the win. I feel great. Uh, you know, I'm just excited, to be honest.
2: Mm-hmm. Brian, Brian mentioned, you know, that on on short-term notice, you might not get to do, you know, as much sparring and other things like that. Now, this is still a short-term notice. It's not a week notice. I think you said it's two-week notice. Um yeah. You know, uh, where are you at as far as your training goes and winding down?
1: Uh I feel great. Um, you know, weight is weight is looking good. It's the most I've ever weighed for a fight as well. Um that, you know, so um, you know, naturally if I'm, you know, fighting at, you know, from 126 or to 130 or you know, or whatnot, you know, I knew I was gonna be picking up some weight. But on this one here, I won't balloon up or anything crazy. So I'm gonna be more around. You know, walking weight, which uh some people was like, Well, why do you take a fight at that? Because I'm like, I knew that if I wouldn't have got a fight in sometime soon, I would have probably been done with just, you know, with the aspect of boxing of competitive wise, you know. Um, I said, which I never go in there willing to lose, but I say I would rather fight and to lose and to not fight at all, but give it my all because that, I, that's what, you know, I I enjoy it, you know. So that's uh you know, that's part of it. That's why I always say, you know, it's it's a full circle coming around to this because you know, you never know how much time you got in the sport. You know, so I, I you know, I jump on the opportunities that I can that make sense, and um, uh, you know, this is one of those situations.
0: So well, I'm curious, what were the circumstances that led to this opportunity? Did Harris have a another opponent who f- fell out, or how did that? uh
1: You know, I don't know.
0: uh, I don't know. I had a few people, uh, a few
1: matchmakers that I know that I, you know, keep in contact with, and um, one of them was able to reach out to me. um, How I get a few of my opportunities or at least, you know, some leads on some stuff and whether it work or don't work. But, um, yeah, he sent me me a name, and I said, all right, let me run this with my team just to let them know the dates and things like that. And I'm like, all right, well, let's, you know, that's what it's going to be. And we just, you know, like I said, within that, two-week time frame, that's, you know, we, I felt good enough to do, go in the ring and perform. So that's where, that's where I'm at with it right now.
2: Hmm. (laughs) I, I think uh, the word is that tomorrow maybe um, they might make an announcement about, it sounds like Showtime is potentially going to start the broadcast earlier than normal um, on TV, Um, but it's not, Mm official yet. Right now I think Berto and Guerrero are supposed to lead <laughs> off the you know the televised portion on Showtime. I know Showtime usually does their prelims on YouTube. Um yeah. so either way, like if people aren't at the armory watching, they should be able to see you fight on YouTube, hopefully on the on the Showtime uh channel. Um, yeah that's what i'm hoping for because
1: um i know at least i'm not sure how everybody else contract look i know it said it was gonna be televised but i figured it'd probably be on the youtube channel which is you know still a great thing to get that exposure Uh, i got a a lot of people all across the dang old world even in uh, new zealand i got some people that reached out and was like hey i'm glad to you know see you see you back in the ring so i'm excited and i can tell people at least you know i just tell them to check either on you know the showtime youtube app uh or check on, you know, Showtime Network. So either one is it should be on there, and that's what I'm, I'm excited to, you know, just be able to do my thing and, you know, be able to have a great support team that could view it, you know, all around the world.
0: Yeah, and um, hopefully Minnesota you'll have a good, you. good cheering section on hand at the Armory there. Do you expect oh, to uh, have a lot of family and friends there? I actually do, yeah. I do expect to have a lot of people because a lot
1: of, you know, a lot of people um, – you know, that have been, you know, seeing me since the amateur days. Um, and at the same time, I was like, still, I was like, all right, man, I'm at, you know, two-week notice, you know, close to the holidays. Some people can some people can't. But overall, I think I'm going to have a lot of support, so.
2: I think so, too. This past weekend, I was at the Circle of Discipline Fights with Brian, and we went to the Element Fights right after that. And I heard multiple people um, excited to see you and to see Cruz Stewart um, and obviously to see David Morrell, you know, uh, we're just excited for the event period, but multiple people mentioned your name and Cruz's name and they're like, man, this is cool. We're finally getting some Minnesota kind of guys on the card, you know, otherwise normally it was just like Truex and Jamal James or like a vishon you know, we'd have yeah. really gotten, you know, too many, um, like you said, you were on the first one, but i'm just speaking uh, you know recently um so this is great you know we're excited man you know um and i haven't seen you in a long time period so um this is going to be fun you know um you said you're going to come up on thursday you're going to enjoy the warm weather down in florida as long as you can <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. come
2: up and be here for the final presser on thursday uh and then the weigh-ins on friday um yeah. What uh what time do you get in on uh Thursday or, or thereabouts? Not until about the eating time. Uh I think about five thirty, I think. Okay, so we won't so. see it the final press then we'll just see it the way it's probably on Friday then. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm,
1: like, I'm excited, you know, just overall. Excuse me. Yeah, but overall I'm just excited, you know. Is it snow down there yet? Is there any snow or no?
2: Did dusted up a couple times and it was honestly like after the uh the element show, it was like an ice skating rink out there that's on the, the road. Worst. It
0: yeah. was bad. Um, that's the worst part. I can handle yeah. the snow. The ice is, uh, I don't like the ice. <laughs> yeah, unpredictable of it. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. It's,
2: not, it's not crazy cold, cold yet. You know, we're in like the 30s and stuff. So, I mean, which is cold, but it's not crazy. No, it's no. crazy cold for me.
1: I'm going to tell you that right now. That's crazy yeah. cold.
0: The – uh, <laughs> um, Marlon, how'd you get your nickname, So Icy? Uh, You know, it's something that I
1: coined myself, man, but I got it from uh, the rapper, the Gucci man, just from listening to him back in the day, you know, So Icy, which is so funny because there's a song that him and Young Jeezy got, and it's called uh, So Icy, and that's basically where my name came from. And I've never came out to it. Everybody's like, man, why don't you ever just come out to that song? Why don't you ever come out to that song? And I'm like as much as I like the song and as much as I, you know, but it's not just a song that, that fits for boxing. Like it just, it just don't, it just doesn't do it for me. So I just never came out to it. But honestly, I thought about coming out uh, to this one for it as it's just, just like, you know, I, you know, it's just so like, that's why it's like, it's like so many different emotions that I have. Cause I'm like, oh man, if if I were to, you know, you know, win, lose, or draw I told myself, I was like, even if I were to make this my last fight, I'm like, that would be a nice way to close it out with that song right there. So I, that's, that's just where my brain's been at, where it's like, you know, you know, it isn't, you know, I have fun doing it. I'm having fun doing it, but I was like, uh, oh, if I do wrap it up, you know, I ain't mad because what I live for is experience. And I've had so many different experiences, you know, doing the boxing. And uh, I think honestly, it was like the first time me speaking it out loud to anybody.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully you'll be back at the Armory. I'm sure there will be more boxing at the Armory. So hopefully this won't be your last time back. But uh, what do you remember about that first fight at the Armory? I believe it was on the undercard of Jamal James and Abel Ramos. Yeah, yeah.
1: Man, I remember. I remember so much. Like I, I remember. (laughs) Funny thing is, uh, man, is Joey Spencer on this card? Yes, he is. Yeah. Yep. he fought on that car. And, uh, I think, I, I think, so this is the way it went. I was told that I had a package coming. Um, it was a a package that had some gifts and stuff in there for me. So in the back of our locker room where I had my things, when I left out and I came back in, I had a box there or it was a box there. And, um, I opened up the boxes, some gloves, and I think I had some other stuff in there. I'm like, okay, cool. Somebody gave me some gloves. Nice. And then when I spoke to uh the person who said that I had a package, I'm like, oh man, thank you for the gloves. This and that. He said, What gloves? <laughs> and I'm like, the gloves that was back there. It was on, you know, it was sitting, it was sitting right on my thing. So I'm sure he probably said it on there, but I think it was Joey Spencer gloves. It was some uh some Everlast gloves. And I thought they were mine. So I'm like, okay, I got some gloves. And and I ended up leaving out with a box of gloves or with a, with a pair of gloves on that fight. And I always just assumed it was Joey Spencer because it was the color of what his shorts was, so that was one thing I always laughed about. I'm like, wow, I didn't just stole his <laughs> man gloves, but I, <laughs> under the circumstance, the way it lined up, that's what that's what I think it was his, but I know it was, was somebody's gloves. That's all I knew,
0: but oh, I thought they said? were
1: I thought they were meant for me. That was funny.
0: Yeah, you should check with him uh, after the weigh-in <laughs> or something, and say, "Hey, were, were you missing
1: you some you a long time ago, You know, <laughs> back in back in 2018, and you fought here. Did you miss some? Did you have some gloves missing?" For real,
2: <laughs> you guys yeah. would probably uh, get along as as far as uh, your outdoorsman. I think he's a uh, an outdoorsman and a hunter and all that too. Oh yeah, that'd
1: be yeah that'd be that'd be something. I, man, I love it, dude. Like my next thing. So I already got you know my certification in scuba diving. Now I'm going to eventually within you know within a certain time frame be going to um learn how to spearfish and being able to do things like that so it's just about like I said I live for experiences like if I go out and do something I'm doing it because I experienced it you know I want that experience where I'm like okay and I can look back and create forever memories and things like that instead of you know you know kind of living you know kind of stuck man I've done scuba diving I've done skydiving I've done you know, left out the country. I've done, you know, been around different exotic animals. I've been, you know, I've done a, I've done a decent amount of things and it's all off the whim of, I just want to experience something different. So.
0: That's awesome. awesome. And next oh, time you should, next, I was going to say next time you should uh audition for Survivor and win that oh, million oh, bucks.
1: Oh, look at, I'm glad you said, it, cause I was just going to say, so I will be on there. I auditioned before I gave him my audition tape. Um, I, I so I was able to speak with some producers before, but now I'm re-auditioning, so I'm submi- submitting a new tape, but because this fight is on a short notice and I couldn't get a new tr- set of trunks made, I was going to get a set of trunks made that was Survivor theme and I was going to come out to the Survivor song and I was going to add that in my audition tape to okay. catapult me into yeah, it, as well Ooh. as you can braid time on national television so I'm already going to be having a fan base from that situation and teleport that into going into Survivor as well so I got it all wrapped up man I'm just going for experiences and having a good
0: time with my life oh man that's great that's great
1: that (laughs) is is definitely that is definitely that is definitely uh now that is definitely on my bucket list so I'm I definitely wanted to do that if I had an adequate amount of time for this fight like i said if i had a full camp i would have definitely had some survivor shorts made and i would have came out to survivor theme song and i would have been like yep this is this is where i'm at <laughs> oh, it, especially so cool. when you know youtube on showtime and being able to use that footage to let them know like hey I man i'm out here with you know i'm a professional boxer i'm doing this and i'm going out there to be a survivor take on a new challenge
0: and that's that would- and that's cool because showtime I, they're associated with Paramount, and Paramount has all the Survivor shows. Yep. Yep. So there you go. It, it all clicks. It all comes together. Yep.
1: I, got, I got I got a game plan. Trust it. <laughs> <laughs> i said the things don't happen the way I want to or when I want them to do, but it eventually happened. That's for sure.
0: Hey, Mar- Marlon, I think after this boxing thing is done and after your truck d- driving days, you know, if that doesn't work out, you got to get into marketing because you have a knack for marketing yourself. That's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is. They
1: I got a, I got a bunch of different talents I just need to home in on just, you know, home in on them and uh, you know, sharpen them each and just, you know, be able to make it all come together, connect and do, you know, wonderful things. That's really what I need to do. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I told Absolutely. them that one time ago uh when we were talking to Eric Kinderrocker. Uh, that this guy markets himself better than anybody I've ever seen before on social media and stuff. And uh, I was, I don't know if you saw that picture I shared on in the Instagram, Brian, from back when I met up with Marlon and got a shirt from him. It was like 2020. Um, I was just like, I have to get a shirt from this guy. He's wearing a, a great looking one right now. the I love the glitter, <laughs> you know, the and the red and the black looks great.
1: Yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. man. And that's, that's why I told him like, man, that's, you know, because, you know, I spoke with so many different fighters and some of them, you know, they, they said they're waiting for that, you know, today, get at that stage and get on that moment. And I'm like, well, you never know when that moment comes. Sometimes, it, for the most part, it don't never come. You know, it never comes. So you need to go ahead and make this moment happen, whether at whatever point of your life, you just make that the moment that you need it to be. Because if you wait for the perfect time and it ain't going to happen or, it, you know, it may not happen. So you need to go ahead and make the perfect time now, make time for it to be that time. And that's how I've always been. Like, I, you know, I go somewhere and I'm wearing my own gear. I don't need to go wear, you know, whatever else. I feel good in mine because I feel like I represent mine. I re- represent myself. And I'm very totally comfortable with that. I don't need to go put on no thousand dollar nothing. I will go put these on and put a damn, you know, pair of Walmart jeans on. And I'll be perfectly comfortable with who I am and what I'm doing and what, what I'm wearing.
0: <laughs> that's cool
2: absolutely yeah i told uh i told him brian that we're gonna hook him up with one of our shirts and stuff since he got me a shirt before i'm gonna get him a shirt you know when we even link up with him on friday
0: good? definitely definitely definitely. well man marlon i don't want to take up too much of your time but this was fun this was one of the most fun interviews i've done in a while (laughs) so glad you joined us any other parting thoughts or do you have anything else um Sean? No, man. I just want to say to everybody that's gonna be
1: watching it, man. Just uh, you know, if you in if you're in Minnesota, man, come out to the fights, it's gonna be a wonderful fight. Um, just a whole night of fights, great fights on the card, you know. You know, Minnesota's uh see on so is gonna be out there fighting. So I'm excited for that. I really am. And um there ain't, you know, just come out, have a good night, and you know, we gonna I'm gonna do my part. I just need everybody else to do their part, show up. I get nothing from it, but other than just love, peace, and happiness, so come out and just have a good time.
0: Yeah, and it's going to be a long day slash night of boxing. I understand that the <laughs> yeah. first fight will be at, like, 3 o'clock, so get oh, there man. early. I'm, I if always they're...
1: tell people, like, you know, uh, my last two fights I was main event, but I'm a I'm the type of person I would rather be first. I Mm. honestly, like, let me get mine out of the way and I can enjoy and kick it for the rest of the night and just chill. Like at that point, it's like, all right, everything's over with. But Mm. that's how I that's how I always been. I'm like, you know, everybody always talk about, you know, A side, B side type of thing. And I'm like, no, I don't care about none of that. Just let me go get what I need to get done. And I'll be perfectly fine with that stuff.
0: Yeah. I would think those uh walkout fights would be probably the toughest, you know, with the after the main event and kind of the Yeah. yeah. Those swing bouts.
1: Yeah, those swing are, bouts, that would be yeah. terrible. That would be terrible because think about it, you know, you never know when you're when you're gonna be going. And then, you know, after the main event, what do most people do? Everybody's gone, they don't really care about nothing else after that. And it's like, all right, well, you still gotta you know, you could be fighting, you know, freaking twelve o'clock. You know, things like that is terrible, but that's how show business work.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because Brian Mendoza was in one of those swing bouts, what, just a year or two ago, Sean. And then, uh, you know, a couple fights later, he's a world champion. So it's
2: uh... yeah, Vishon spot those two. I know, I know there's been multiple times we're at the armory where um, the post fight press conference is going on and I've been grateful that Brian's there because uh he's like you know you're going up and i'm like no i'm like i'm gonna i want to see you know i wanted to see mendoza or i wanted to see Bashan and he's like i i, I do too but he, he you know but we had to get like some sound bites or you know some clip for the podcast so he yeah. was like, able to go up and do that and i was fortunate enough where i got to watch the fight um but that's, you know, to Brian's point, that's just a tough situation to be in. Um, and to your point, Marlon, you know, if the fans are walking out, that that stinks, you know, especially if you're the local guy, you want everyone there cheering you on. Um, right, right. I will say that when Vishon was after, um, there was a decent amount of people still there because everyone yeah, was I, not I If for if that.
1: whatever reason, because I think, yeah, I don't know, like I said, I don't know when it'll be, how they're going to have that official lineup. I've seen one of the things, but I don't know if that's official. And um, I'm like, yeah, even if that were to happen for me, like, say, if, um, oh, you got put on hold, whatever fights took longer, everything moved up, whatever, whatever. I think it'll still be a more than enough people that's going to be there to watch me fight after. Because that's, who you know, a lot of people came to come see me personally, knowing that I'm not even there no more. So, you know, in Minnesota, but now I'm here in Minnesota and I'm fighting. That's like a double whammy right there
2: absolutely they they know you're fighting i mean you know we've been sharing the stuff but jesse kelly's you know trying to make sure everyone knows uh you know everybody you know everyone who's involved uh, with local boxing here is trying to make sure that your name and cruise gets out there so that people know to watch you um gonna be great dude your your infectious personality is is awesome man you're just a positive force and for the people listening uh i think you might think that this guy's too nice to be a fighter, but he fights awesome too, man. Like you're not gonna want oh, to miss yeah. a fight. <laughs> you know,
0: um, don't let the niceness fool you. He can fight.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah I said yeah. like the I'm same gonna thing gonna... about Vichon. V-Sean. Vichon's the same way. He's always positive mm-hmm. and smiling, and yeah. you know, he has those positive vibes. But man, the dude can fight. You know, just like <laughs> you. So yeah, for sure. And I always tell people that, like, hey, that you
1: know, that's just how they if. if you know, with me having this positive vibe, hopefully, you know, even outside the ring, just positive vibes come back at me. You ain't got to, you know, even have no other type of thoughts or any type of energy. I just want to be happy and just keep on moving.
2: That's well, it awesome. sounds like you have big things, uh, you know, that have already happened in your life, but it sounds like you got big things in the in the horizon. Um, and we wish you nothing but the best, brother. We're going to see you Friday for the weigh-ins, and we're just stoked, dude. The whole night is going to be great, but we cannot wait to see you fight. Um, But, yeah, looking forward to shaking your hand, getting you a shirt, and, and then seeing you fight.
1: Yeah, for sure, man. And I appreciate you guys uh, reaching out and getting this done and just letting, you know, continue doing what you guys are doing and growing the sport um, locally, all around, and, you know, getting to a national level, things like that. So I, I appreciate the, you know, the time. And, you know, we, we've reached out and we talked before. So, you know, just, you know, keeping up with one another. So I think that's – I appreciate that, really.
0: Awesome. Well, we appreciate you, Marlon, and uh, good luck. We'll see you at the fights. All right, signing off.